welcome to the School Business Leadership Podcast. This episode is a special one. Thanks to School Business Services, Friday the 11th of June is officially National School Business Leaders Day. And I don't mean like a pencil doing one-off lane party pop type event, I mean a full-on bona fide registered National Awareness Day to recognize and celebrate the incredible contribution that school business leaders make to their schools and wider communities. Leila Tovey, one of the creators of this amazing day, joined me for a chat to explain a bit more about what's going to happen, how you can get involved, and to reveal some of the surprises that are in store. We also talk about the challenges that school business leaders have faced over the last year, why our profession and community is so unique, and the importance of thinking big. Also, stick around until the end to find out more about a little surprise from me. Let's dive in. On today's episode, I'm joined by Leila Tovey. Leila is Head of Marketing and Professional Services at School Business Services. She's been with SBS for nearly six years, starting as an Assistant Management Information Systems Manager before moving into her current role. In total, Leila has worked in education for over 20 years, primarily in finance and MIS services, with only a brief stint as a PA breaking her streak before her love of education called her back, which included, as she describes them, eye-opening long-term bursts of cover roles in special measure schools. She likes to think of the marketing elements of her job as a sweetie jar filled with variety and things to enjoy. In her spare time, Layla enjoys cooking, running, and pretty much anything outdoors. She's also one of the creators of National School Business Leader Day, which she is here to talk about today. Welcome, Layla. Hi, thanks, Laura. Thanks for having me on. I know, I'm so excited about this. A whole day for school business leaders. Tell us more. Well, a whole day or just a whole year. So um, the day itself was uh, born out of just an idea to find a mechanism to promote school business leaders. Uh, I think, you know, you work with school business leaders all the time, so do we. And there's just this ever-present problem or conundrum of how we can kind of really get them recognised in the same way as other senior leaders. And we have Mm. a sister company and they had also run um, in the past, I think they've done it for about five years. They have a national TA day. That was one of the sort of trigger points, really. Thought, why don't we just try it for school business leaders? And that's where the journey began. So here we are, and suddenly it's got real traction, and we can't wait. It's so exciting. I can't tell you've got so much planned for the day as well, haven't you? We've got a guest speaker, we have competitions, there's an event, there's all kinds of things going on. I know, and when you talk about it like that, I can't quite believe it. So we started out, <laughs> this is me and the team, um, marketing team. A lot of people probably know Becky. Um, she's my absolute partner in crime on this. So we came up with a concept and it was kind of, should we, should we try it? You know, it, it seems on the one hand, a bit of a sort of fanciful idea, but on the other hand, why not? It's just opened up such, um, every day's a learning day, basically. So how do you even mm. go about registering an awareness day? That was that was a new thing for us to um discover so once we had a look at that we found out how we could do it but then we had to decide what day what day what day mm. trying to find a date when school business leaders aren't busy is basically impossible <laughs> um, once we were trying to eliminate every little time of the year to avoid financial year time you know closing for academies or closing the financial year for maintained so in the end we came up with june um, we had to make sure as well that there was no clash with any other day. And uh, I think I said to you before, Laura, we, we sort of thought that we might nearly clash with National Gym Day, that we nearly chose. Oh, that clash. can't happen. No, <laughs> we nearly actually chose to clash with it, but we thought, no, we better not. <laughs> um, not everyone likes gym. 
So, uh, yeah, we mm. settled for the 11th of June, registered it and just started planning. One thing we definitely wanted was an event. And because of the current situation, it had to be virtual, um, which is probably good because I don't think we would have kind of aimed as high. I think we would have been much more mm. sort of conservative in thinking that, about the numbers. Um, so the event, we thought, what can we do that's virtual? So we came up with the idea of the mocktail party. So we can all have sort of toast and celebration together and a guest speaker. So that has been probably the most exciting part of all for us. Sally Gunnell is going to be presenting keynote speech for kind of 45 minutes with Q&A afterwards. So, yeah, we just can't wait. That's amazing. Sally Gunnell is such an inspirational speaker. So I can't wait to see her. Oh, it's brilliant. I mean, it's it's actually quite hard to think of someone when you've got a blank canvas and you think who has kind of universal appeal? Um, because a lot of people you think mm, maybe or maybe sometimes they're a bit Marmite. But Becky and I were kind of racking our brains. Who who would be the right person that was inspirational, motivational and also funny? Because we want this day to be about just this moment to kind of stop reflect, enjoy, join together, just just have a little, just an hour, hour and a half, just to be treated a little bit, really is the sort of approach. Becky had actually seen Sally Gunnell talk before at a conference about four years ago. So we were batting around ideas and Becky said, I've got it, Sally Gunnell. I was like, oh, that sounds good. I've never seen her talk at something like this. Is she inspirational? She said, oh, yeah. I said, is she funny? She said, oh, definitely. I said, right, that's it. Let's see if we can get her. And, and literally within about an hour, we'd had it all sewn up. We couldn't believe it. So yeah. I love it when a plan comes times. together. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and so far, the plan is coming together, but it's like every day it's another step of the plan. So um, yeah, we're on track so far. So it's all looking good for the 11th. It's amazing because I know, obviously, the overarching principle for this day is recognising and celebrating the achievements of school business leaders. And I think I said this in the intro that you actually were a school business leader um, at one point. You actually did some long term cover roles as a bursar. I'm really curious. I can't have you on the podcast and not ask you about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I said eye opening for sure. So my one of my sort of earlier jobs was as a finance consultant. So that was in a local authority finance team. So I had my own sort of set of schools, if you like, and I was their contact point for everything to do with their finances, the budgets, um, any sort of transactional things, their systems, loved it. What happened with mm. one of the schools in our um, particular authority, it went in special measures. And at roughly the same time, there was a bit of a mass exodus of staff, including uh, what was called then the bursa. I think people just had enough. It had just been a really tough environment. And I think they just thought it's not for me. So as a local authority, we still had sort of ultimate responsibility for the performance of that school. Mm. It was kind of down to us. We're going to have to put someone in, basically, parachute someone in. So I was not one of the most senior people in the team by a long chalk, but I, I knew the job a bit because I was supporting on the other end of it. So probably a bit naively, I put my hand up and said, I'll do it. You know, I thought, this is good. This is a new experience. And now I get to really be, you know, well, not the chalk face because I'm not a teacher, but at the sharp end. So mm. this particular school is a secondary school, very challenging environment. 
I remember driving there on the first day thinking, what am I doing? I just not only am I going into a completely new work environment, it's really challenging. And it's a secondary school with lots of behavioural issues. Um, I was shown to my office, which was quite bleak. And remember looking behind my desk, the caretaker said, right, there's your desk. And I looked behind it and I thought, what is that thing? It said rent a kill on it. And uh, I said, what's that for? He said, oh, my God. He said, don't worry, that's for the cockroaches. I thought, oh, OK, <gasps> the only way surely is up from this point. Um, so I'm in very tough first few days because also everyone viewed me maybe as a bit of an imposter. I'd come from the LA, mm. who was I? So it was um, an accelerated exercise in getting to know people, helping them to trust you. Before long, it really felt like my second place of work. So part of the time I'd be in my normal job and then part of the week I'd be out there. And um, I absolutely loved it. But that's where I really got to see the diversity. So mm. because they were in special measures, they had a falling role. To say that they had financial challenges was um, an understatement. But yeah, very varied. So that's where I really got to see the very simple things like you're writing a whole batch of checks, obviously way before pre-printed checks because I'm very old. And um, and then obviously all the interruptions, the door, the door never closed. Oh, can you just look mm. at this? Can I just order this? So, yeah, I felt that really helped me to relate. So I must have been um, a glutton for punishment because another one came up, not actually that far away. This time it was a junior school and I said, I'll definitely do it. I love it. For a while, I did both of them in parallel um, and wow. a little bit of my other job. Obviously, my team were covering for me in my other job. So, yes, I've not been a kind of permanent school business manager, but I've done long-term covers. So the one in the secondary school was probably there for a couple of years. Um, it went wow. through multiple iterations. And in the end, it was forced academisation. And that was when it was mm. just a whole fresh start, really. So, yes. There, there you are. Very interesting, but never forget the rent-a-kill box. <laughs> no, I don't think I will now, to be fair. <laughs> but obviously through that experience, you really have a true appreciation of what school business managers go through. Absolutely. And, you know, I've carried that with me. So I went back then to do my finance consultant role. And after that, I sort of a little bit higher senior finance consultant. And I would, you know, part of my job was to go out, visit school business managers or bursars as they were then um, and head teachers and support them with their financial planning and just to have that appreciation and empathy you know when you're speaking to someone in particular at the end of the phone and they're trying to explain to you why they can't balance their bank um, and they say well it's just been so busy when you can visualize exactly what that busy looks like I think that's when you can truly relate Absolutely. I think, like you say, when someone says they're busy, it, it just sounds a bit vague. Yeah. Um, but unless you've experienced the busy of a school business manager, um, then, yeah, it's hard to comprehend. Oh. So, yeah, I suppose that makes your job even more interesting, doesn't it, now? Obviously, you're working with SBS and you're working with business managers all the time. Absolutely. And I think, you know, just flipping that busy thing, what I tend to think most of the time is I don't know how school business leaders get anything done. So uh, it's not just, you know, how are they not achieving one particular thing because they're busy? Yeah, such a varied role and incredibly challenging. And so I think the trigger to create this day was just the fact that all the challenges the last year has brought, brought for everyone, but 
in particular, in terms of the people that we work with, school business leaders, are the operational things that they've had to implement completely uncharted waters. I've just got so much respect and just thought, let's just all kind of join together and just yeah. recognise and celebrate what an epic achievement to get through that time. I know you've also made the point that this is a collective celebration as well, because school business leaders don't really like blowing their own trumpet, do they? No, they don't. And when we first thought about this as, as to whether this would be a goer, to be honest, Becky um, did what Becky does best, which is reach out to some people we know, some school business leaders we know and said, what do you think? Do you think this would be a good idea? Do you think it's got legs? We talked about some other type of um, days or events where people have been maybe recognised with awards. We weren't quite sure about whether to take that approach, but we thought we'd ask the question. And it was a unanimous, no, don't put anyone out on their own in the spotlight because we're all in this together. That really resonated with us as well. So that's why, you know, this is all about the collective yeah, there is a mechanism, isn't there, where people can celebrate each other or kind of give a shout out to somebody, isn't there? Do you want to tell us a bit more about that? Oh, definitely. Hashtag SBL kudos. So what we wanted, of course, the day is a moment in time. So it's a marker. Um, but we mm-hmm. want this to be more of an ongoing mission and kind of support and celebration. So needed something that has a bit more permanence throughout the year um, that lasts beyond the day or is also a build up to the day. So we decided to call it SBL Kudos, where other school business leaders or other senior leaders, mentors can give kudos to a school business leader. And they do that via our website. Um, This is something that we actually do within our company at School Business Services. We have something called Kudos and that sits within our personnel system. And staff give kudos to other staff when they've done something that's really helped them or they've trained them or something, helped them out on a case. So it's it's a culture that we already have. And so therefore, it's a culture that we wanted to kind of make broader. And just before I came on this call, we just had the best SBL kudos where somebody has actually basically kudos the whole network. And does that not sum it up? (laughs) Is a a school business leader has said, I give kudos to basically the whole SBL network. And you just think, well, there there we are. That's it in a nutshell. Everyone's supporting one another and working as a collective. So we're trying to encourage senior leaders and governors in particular, because it's really nice if people from outside of the school business leaders network can actually Mm -hmm. champion their SBLs. So we we have had some, but, you know, we've only just begun on this little SBL kudos journey. So we're encouraging people to uh, contribute on the website. And then ultimately there will be a prize draw. So um, that will just be randomly chosen. People who've received kudos will be entered into that draw. Although how we're possibly going to award something to the whole of the SBL network. Maybe that person (laughs) is very clever and has already thought that through. When this podcast goes out, there'll still be time to leave SBL Kudos on your website. So for anyone who's listening now, where do they need to go to do that? Okay, so on the School Business Services website, which is just schoolbusinessservices.co.uk, we've got a dedicated page for National School Business Leaders Day, and there's a form on there. 
So there's the form for you to complete. And also there's a little rolling carousel of kudos that's been left so far. And that will just stay there. So that's not suddenly going to disappear after the 11th, because for us, this is very much an ongoing awareness raising. So, yeah, we will keep that there. And I just want to kind of come back to this idea of school business leaders. We are very, very much about the power of the collective. You know, it's such a lonely role when when we're together. It is such a nice vibe I think it's a very lovely community to be a part of yeah school business managers don't get chance to celebrate the successes the way that maybe other people do and I wrote something recently for Ed Exec about this you know Lewis Hamilton if you know I like Formula One Lewis Hamilton won the world championship last year and the commentator said do you know he's won seven world championships but this is only the fourth he's actually celebrated on the podium you know the rest of them have been behind closed doors because he just had enough points and I think sometimes it's just like that for school business managers, isn't it? You know, the crisis that they avert, the, the issues that they solve, you know, they are unsung heroes and nobody will ever really know what they've done, but they've done so amazing things. I know. I was um, quite recently, Gavin Williamson, um, he gave a speech at the NASUWT conference. Now, I know, of course, he was talking to the audience. Um, of course, it needs mm. to be relevant to the particular audience. But he um, gave praise to everyone for how they'd coped through COVID. um, And he made specific reference to the testing, for example. He then went on in his speech later to kind of call out some other people other than teachers. But he still didn't mention anything to do with school business leaders or even a variant of their title. And I think Mm. it it must at times feel very thankless in that role. and, And, you know, that's where we want to support we can empathise to a degree, you know, I know I've done some stints, but can't really empathise with what they've been up against over the last 12 months. So that is the, mm. the underpinning principle behind the day. I think there's a hashtag, isn't there? Not just teachers work in schools. I've seen quite a bit yes. uh, with school business managers on Twitter. And and absolutely, you know, so many things that have happened over these last 12 months have been because business managers have used their resources, their skill sets, their networks to get things done in, you know, such adversity and the strangest and most complex of circumstances and challenging, you know, not to mention all the things that are going on in the personal lives. So the fact that they are still not recognised on a national level frustrates me enormously. So it's seeing something like this happening, National School Business Leader Day, you know, it's amazing. I share your frustrations. And I think the other brilliant thing, we've been having conversations with lots of different organisations to kind of see if they'll take part, you know, join in the promotion for us and just sort of spread the word. And the conversations that you have with people, they're just everyone else shares the same view. So it's not as if there's a sort of silent majority somewhere that doesn't share this. So the, the more of us that shout louder about it, surely the better. I was actually looking yesterday, it was Earth Day. And um, I was thinking about hashtag Earth Day trending. And I thought, oh, I wonder how it started, Earth Day. And I had a look and it's way back to kind of 1970. And the whole premise was just to kind of build awareness of these sort of global issues we were facing. And actually, if you think about it, it started in 1970. A, it's taken quite a long time. But also it shows how... They were concerned even then uh, that something needed to happen. And I just think it's no harm in us all trying something maybe a little bit different and just coming together, coming together, sharing a voice, raising a profile. um, And that's really what we're trying to achieve. Absolutely. As you know, this podcast is 
geared around the same thing, raising the profile of the profession. So National School Business Leaders Day, this podcast, you know, there's lots of other events that people are running. And the more that people get together as a collective, the voice is louder. So yeah, let's get together and shout loud because someone will be listening somewhere. We will make them listen. Exactly. And I I think the other thing that's really, um, it's still a bit of an issue. And I don't know how this is actually felt by school business leaders themselves. But regardless of National School Business Leaders Day, when I often talk in my personal life to friends or, or, or acquaintances about what I do, if I make a mention that I was going out to visit a school business leader, they look like a bit confused. People don't even necessarily know quite what that job is. And they definitely don't appreciate the responsibility that it carries. And I, I'm somewhat reluctant to say this, but I think sometimes people are like, oh, is that the person in the office? It's like, <laughs> Yes, yep. you have no idea what they're responsible for. And I think, why is this not a thing? You know, why don't we all know what school business leaders are? Their job is so important and carries so much responsibility. There's definitely still work to be done. But yeah, the more the more of us behind it, then surely the better. Yeah, and I think it's like you said, raising awareness for people outside of the profession as to what this role is, but also for the future of the profession, bringing people into it, you know, wanting to be school business leaders. Definitely, because of like you're saying, it should be an aspirational role for sure. But because, yes, it carries great responsibility, but it also carries great reward, doesn't it? When you're seeing the sort of direct impact of what you're doing every day. And schools are fantastic environments to work in. Yes, there's there's multiple challenges all the time, um, but fundamentally they are places of learning and places of of joy. So it should be aspirational for people to want to work in that role. Yeah. Every school business leader I know says they work in schools because they want to make a difference. Yeah. Yes, they want fair pay for the job that they're doing. They want to be recognised for the value that they add, of course. But I think every school business leader could probably go and get a job in the private sector and earn a lot more money. Yeah. They do it because they have a calling. They want to make a difference. Like you say, schools are places of joy. Yeah. We enjoy seeing the students develop happy working environments. It's the most rewarding job I've ever had. So let's get more people into the profession. Definitely. And I think the thing is as well, I think maybe some people come into that profession and they don't realise quite how impactful it is. And for many people, I mean, I personally know people, it's been it's been like the beginning of their career. And maybe they, yeah. they've originally come into that job not understanding the scope and then it's a it's a catapult to success. You know, and throughout the profession, there are so many positive stories on there. People, they're going above and beyond. You know, when, when you're kind of mixing in that sector, there are people who are, are really revered for their knowledge and their continued learning. And I think there's so much positivity around the whole profession um, and that is really borne out by the way they support each other and shout out to each other. You know, this is the kind of kudos thing as well. It's there's a lot of yeah. mutual respect in the profession. I think I said to you when we spoke before, obviously, I am in this sector. So, of course, I'm exposed to all the people operating and, and working in this sector. But I wonder how many other sectors are like this with this mutual support and recognition um, because yeah. I think it's very, very strong for school business leaders. Yeah, it's it's a unique community. Mm -hmm. You know, um, everyone I come across, like you say, always supportive. 
and grateful when they found the community. Like, I can't believe all of you were here. You know, I didn't know it. You know, you, you've got your head down doing your job every day and it's such a lonely role. Yeah. So to suddenly come across this network, it, everyone feels like, wow. I think anyone who's listening, you know, who's thinking of being a school business manager, we are nice people. Come and find us. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like having a ready-made set of mentors, isn't it, really? Yes. And I think the different kind of social platforms as well, I know they're not the only thing, but they do give the opportunity for people to just raise a question, ask for support, ask if somebody else has got the knowledge. And and I watch that sort of unfolding all the time like you do. And I think it's it's such a positive environment to be in, even when it's sharing the stuff that's actually not positive. It still has a positive effect if, if you know you've got support out there. And I think we're also good at having fun, aren't we? You know, as much as we talk about work, we also share lots of camaraderie around things that aren't work related, which is fun too. <laughs> it is. And and we've missed that. You know, myself and Becky and other people I work with and loads of other people across the sector, not having the events to actually see the people to yes. connect in real life. And how are you? You know, how's it going? You can sort of mm. stay in touch, but there's no substitute for that kind of face to face. And so I think there is an element, if I'm honest, that we were kind of missing that as well. So that's why we really wanted this event to be so feel good and to kind of have that sense that you do get when you go to an event where you come away and you think, oh, that was really good. I feel really uplifted. Um, So that's what we're aiming for. Okay, so let's summarise. National School Business Leader Day, 11th of June. How can people get involved? Do they have to sign up somewhere to attend the mocktail event or what else do they need to do yep so straight to the website again so it's schoolbusinessservices.co.uk dedicated page for national school business leaders day it couldn't be easier to find the page because we've got sally gunnell's face on our homepage. so you're just going to click banner and then there's just a very quick online form to register so not only are you registering for the event there um you're also registering to receive blogs, tips, special offers. We've got um, discounts from partner companies. So these things are changing all the time. So I can't kind of give you a definitive list. Um, but we've got some really good stuff out there, obviously, including some stuff from yourself, Laura. So there's no reason not to sign up, put it that way. So basically sign up and they will get the most up-to-date information about all the freebies that are on offer because, you know, SBLs love a freebie. Absolutely. That's what we've only just had our call about what's going in that mocktail kit. It's a good job that um, (laughs) we're able to rein each other in. Otherwise, it would be the most expensive kit in the world. We have to be practical because we don't even know the numbers that are attending the event yet. I think I need to ask this, though. Are there pens in this kit? (laughs) We had a conversation about stationery. I'm not going to say anything else, <laughs> all right? But we know that school business leaders love stationery. So yes, yes. I'm sure there'll be some. And they miss the conferences because they love the pens. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I do. <laughs> yeah, there will definitely be stationery in there and it might be pens. Okay, so have you got any kind of final points you want to make or thoughts you want to share just before we finish? Um, one thing I did want to say is I just had um, yesterday, I was having a little look on Sally Gunnell's website and I was thinking, I'm sure we've got the right person, um, but just just going to have a little look, familiarise myself with the themes that she delivers, which does a lot around resilience and uh, change. And I just when you skim a page, you know, I didn't read the detail. I thought I don't want to ruin ruin the actual day. And this one particular thing that she said really jumped out at me and I wrote it down for today. 
She said, just when you think you have achieved what is required of you, someone moves the goalposts and you have to find a little bit more. I thought that sums up the life of school business leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to her. But just generally, I was going to say this whole day and the preparation for it has just been a fantastic exercise in thinking big, uh, starting yeah. from a very small kernel of an idea and then thinking, how bold can we be? Let's just go for it. So that yeah. is what's kind of really produced the results for us. But the scale of it and the facets and the different angles, we've had to very much do it step by step. So we're thinking big, but we're dealing with it step by step. And that's just been a brilliant learning experience for myself and my team. So we're, we're enjoying every minute. I was going to say, it sounds exciting. Like you say, you know where you're heading to, a big destination, but one step at a time, and you don't quite know what's around the corner. It's a bit like that with the podcast, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can relate <laughs> very much. Yes. Okay, so if anyone wants to get in touch with you or SBS, because um, I think you've given the website out for SBS, www.schoolbusinessservices.co.uk, but where can they find you? Um there is actually a link to um, my profile on the website. So that's one one route. Or they can find me on Twitter. So I'm at Layla Tov. Um, and so anyone can follow me or direct message me via that mechanism if they prefer. Well, if you're listening and you haven't yet registered, please go and register for National School Business Leaders Day. There's so much going on. Yeah, all the information's on the website. And I'm sure by the time it's published, there'll be more information out there as well, which will be even more exciting. Thanks, Laura. Brilliant. It's been really good to talk to you. Thank you so much, Layla, and I'll see you soon. Now, I don't know about you, but I am excited already. And as Layla mentioned, there's lots of things going on before, on and after the day. So to make sure you don't miss out, go to www.schoolbusinessservices.co.uk to register. I also promised you at the top of the show that I would share with you a surprise of my own. And here it is. Celebrate National School Business Leaders Day. I am giving away a free two-hour coaching session with me for one school business leader. If you're struggling with something right now and you'd like some support and advice and the chance to spend two whole hours with me working it out and making a plan, then all you have to do is go to www.schoolbusinessservices.co.uk, click on the link on the homepage and follow the instructions to enter the competition. And finally, this show is available in all of the podcast directories. Just make sure you hit the subscribe button in your chosen podcast player so you don't miss an episode. If you listen to today's episode and you're on social media, I love hearing what you think, so come and find me and let me know. I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under the same name, at Laura LJ Business. See you next week. <laughs>